Okay, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of uh, You Haven't Seen That? Uh, I'm John Campbell and I'm sure you've been listening at this point. If you're listening to the fourth one in this series, you probably heard the other ones, but for those who don't know, this is a show where I introduce people to movies they haven't seen that I feel they should have seen. And this is the uh, final entry in our uh, retrospective of the uh, Indiana Jones franchise. So I'm joined once again by Donovan Eilert. Hello. And Katie Farrell. Hi. And uh, we are watching Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I wonder if there are people listening to this who haven't listened to the other ones because this is their favorite movie. (laughs) Hmm. I do wonder that, actually. That would be uh, interesting to meet someone who has that. That would be certainly not the conventional opinion. I'm not sure I've come across somebody with that, but maybe. There has to be someone. I would assume that any opinion that can be out there is probably out there. So, Katie, you've now seen three out of four. Yeah, by by my rating system compared to your guys's, I might like this one the best. (laughs) Then that's fine. If you like this the best, we need to know that. I mean, that's a good. uh, That's really interesting. John and I are very jaded. We've you know we grew up with these our entire life. So So yeah, you have to keep in mind that. I mean, so the uh, Last Crusade, the last film, came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. This movie was released May 22nd, 2008. That's right. I remember it being fairly recent. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had absolutely no interest in seeing it. Because, yeah, because you didn't have any connection with the character. Right, right. Uh, That's a smart move. I think that would be very jarring. So 19 (laughs) years passed between the third and the fourth film. Mm -hmm. And and, and in that time, do you remember this, Donovan? We kept hearing about a potential fourth movie. Yeah, and I had written scripts for it. (laughs) Donovan wrote so many scripts for a fourth Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, they lined my mattress. Actually, that's how many you still- I have. <laughs> I wrote a paper copy, just in you, case I had a, ma- sli- a FedEx them. You're just sleeping on unused manuscripts for a fourth Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. <laughs> what and, do they tell and, you? Just go home and sleep on and it, and my it does. Ca- yeah, exactly. And, and you my, took that to heart, really. Yeah, and my really couch did. is um, stuffed with a crossover fourth Karate Kid and <laughs> fourth Mighty Ducks. It's a crossover <laughs> movie that I've been working on. The I mean, The Karate Ducks? The Karate Ducks, yeah. Uh, Hilary Swank does reappear. Okay, good, good. There. She's the new Miyagi uh-huh. because naturally she's the choice out of all of those movies to sure. bring. Sure, of course. To bring back. The, I think that's, that, the, goes with, that almost goes without saying. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you think that too. <laughs> the, rich, the issue and the reason why it's stuck in my couch though is because I haven't perfected it quite yet. So mm. each time I get a bad draft, I have to, to mm. stuff my couch with it. Right, right, right. So... So, so uh, yeah, 19 years pass, and now we find Indiana Jones on another adventure. This film is once again directed by Steven Spielberg uh, from a story by George Lucas uh, with a screenplay by David Kep, who is a uh, frequent uh, Spielberg collaborator. He also wrote Jurassic Park and War of the Worlds, and uh, I think he wrote Minority Report as well. So oh, We've had a different Minority writer Report. for... And there's no consistent writer in these movies ever. Hmm. Not the, yeah, the same person does not write that. The only consistent thing is George Lucas right. has story credit. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg directs. And, yeah, Spielberg directs. Um, this is actually the first one where we get a new cinematographer in this as well. Hmm. Um, Who's the cinematographer in this one? Uh, this one, the cinematographer is Janusz Kaminski. Oh, that's who right. Is, who um, has become Spielberg's frequent collaborator. Uh, because it used to be... Didn't he do Munich, Janusz Kaminski? Janusz Kaminski did Munich. He won yeah. an Academy Award for doing Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Um, he's a, a very well-respected uh, mm-hmm. cinematographer. And, yeah, he shoots all of Spielberg's movies now. Um, I think that started... I want to say that started with Schindler's List was the first one he did with Kaminski. And I feel like visually, that's a pretty good movie to put on your resume. 
Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I dr- I yeah, I was DP for Schindler's List. <laughs> Nobody would be like, "Well, can you do something else and send it in?" <laughs> I think he uh he he was certainly at least nominated for Schindler's List as well. Um so Katie, mm-hmm. 19 years 19 years pass. Pass. Get, get into our mindset for a second. The, the only, I mean, Harrison Ford is reprising his role, of course, he is. as Indiana Jones. And, and having found the Fountain of Youth, <laughs> I'm assuming. I, that's right. You're holding to this theory that he is now immortal. Mm-hmm. What are you, so first put your mind. So Short Round goes, now goes to the <laughs> university he teaches at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's going to come back, right? Sure. We'll I'm holding see. on to that dream. You want short I might round be the back. only one short round in the entire world. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody else had that when this was released going, you know what, I really want to see Short Round come back. I'd be really surprised if, if other people had that opinion. You know, I'm. people, as I've been talking about these movies, mm-hmm. nonstop while we're right, doing right, this right, podcast. Right, right, right. There's a lot of people who really enjoy Short Round. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if they enjoy him. <laughs> so me and one other person. <laughs> yes, I only have one other friend who I only talk to, and they love Short Round. You caught me <laughs> on that. But seriously, I think there – I mean, I I would not be surprised if there were a few people who, in their dream lineup, they're like, hey, this might be the last chance we get an Indiana mm-hmm. Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Let's do all the callbacks, and that yeah. would include Short, Short Round. Round. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I would. I want to see a, a grown-up short round now. We talk about that. <laughs> we've talked. Right? We've ta- you and I. Well, uh, we've talked about. I think on our other podcast, and we talk about a potential movie where short round returns as a villain. Yes. <gasps> no. See, the <laughs> thing is, though, is he wasn't able. The actor who played short round wasn't able to read his lines, so he improved a lot, uh-huh. which was fine. That was what S- Spielberg and Lucas said. Yeah. I would hope he's learned how to read. 19 I think, years I think, after, I think he, or yeah. more more after. Yeah, quite a bit more. 20, 20 plus years after. Yeah. You know, I wonder what that movie would be like if he was a scripted short round as opposed to, <laughs> you cheat, Dr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cheat. <laughs> so aside from short round, which uh, you could maybe be prepared to be disappointed about a return of short round, uh, what what else do you, what do you predict, what are you hoping to see in... This fourth Indiana Jones. Okay, so we've seen elephants. Mm -hmm. We've seen blimps. Mm -hmm. We've seen. I feel like every kind of form of transportation there is. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking we cover it and then something else comes. Yep. So, in terms of like what we haven't seen, uh, it's got to be something completely out of this world. Mm. Like, I think that that. I think that could happen. Could be. Could be. I think it's like, a, oh, well, we'll see. I think they, <laughs> I mean, that's how we always are on this podcast, though. I don't want to give anything away, but I feel like there's some stops pulled out on this movie. Yes. To, I mean, to he's got to get successful. like NASA involved or something. Oh, no, you want. Because <laughs> like, I think the only thing we direction. haven't had is like a rocket ship happen. <laughs> well, uh, we've had camels. We've had him. Like, I will not say that there, there is yeah. definitely a vehicle in this movie that we have not seen in the other movies. There's a couple. Yeah. It's a, is it a rocket ship? Don't I, tell me. I don't tell me. I can't answer that, but I can tell, tell you that we definitely have not seen at least one vehicle I'm thinking of. There's a couple. Like a car, like a regular car. I'm pretty sure we and haven't yeah, seen one of those. <laughs> I haven't seen a, a bicycle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes um, Shorty to soccer practice. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, anything else you're hoping to see or or, um, or think you're going to see? Oh, I'm assuming there's another new female. Mm-hmm. I'm, we are dealing with a with a considerably older Harrison Ford this time. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming Dad doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. So sad. That was uh that was that was like my favorite part of the whole thing was 
Henry Jones Sr. Mm-hmm. He's that, great. And that whole relationship that mm-hmm. was so nice. Or just like the unspoken. Well, there's always kind of a father and son vibe to these things. I mean, that's something that, that recurs throughout a lot of Spielberg's work. We talked about that, even with the short round Indian mm-hmm. relationship and then the Henry well, and he, Indian relationship. He has to take care of like somebody else, like besides himself and like all these adventures. Like he always has mm-hmm. to look out for somebody else. He, well, he always has a sidekick of some sort. Yeah. Well, and uh, just to revisit the other ones really quick, like. Indy and Belloc in the first one are kind of a sibling rivalry. Oh, for sure. And then you get Indy as a father in Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. and then you get Indy but and you, his father. You and, also get within Raiders as well. I mean, though he's dead, there is mention of a father figure in, an, in Abner Ravenwood. That's true. Uh, an, an absentee father, if you will, um, which is a frequent theme of... And almost a surrogate father for... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I forgot mm-hmm. about Abner. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure... That uh, Tote was also a father figure. <laughs> yep, I think so. And that monkey might have been a father figure. <laughs> to someone, yeah. He had he had monkey sons. Two out of those probably 30 baskets mm-hmm. were fathers yeah. as well. Absolutely. If you look, you can Absolutely. tell. Absolutely. Well, Spielberg's always been interested in, in issues of fathers and fatherhood. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. For sure. And we'll have to see if that continues in this movie. I uh, sure hope so. I have not actually seen this movie before. <laughs> You just write scripts for the following. I just, yeah. yeah I've, well, this if not, this doesn't turn out like my his, scripts, yeah. then. Woo. You didn't write Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, unfortunately. but um, Or maybe fortunately. We'll see. We'll have to Time see. We'll tell. look at the credits. Time uh, will tell when I my script it, gets yeah. Spielberg. <laughs> when, yeah, Mr. Spielberg, uh, it's on you is what we have to say, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Come so, knocking and we'll respond. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think, yeah, we're going to watch the movie now. And then we will come back and uh, we'll tell you what we thought. Great. back we have watched indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull uh katie it's like uh, kingdom of the plastic skull i want to know what that skull was actually made out of <laughs> i uh just some lightweight crystal yeah i don't i don't know exactly what the i don't have information ex- on exactly what the skull is made out of it also has varying degrees of metallicism mm-hmm. like uh or uh, or magnetism sorry mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, whoa, we can't hold on to anything. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to hold my sword right next to it. And it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Kind of like the hobbits in Lord of the Rings. They vary in height. It looked like it was stuffed with like the really shiny. You can get it at Costco, but like that really shiny like wrapping paper. Mm -hmm. They have Mm -hmm. it like around Christmas time. The silvery. Mm -hmm. It looked looked like that's what it was stuffed with. This was actually a holiday craft of... Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and I thought, hey, let's make a movie out of this crystal skull that we made. Uh, okay. I'm free, George. What about you? Yeah, <laughs> I also want to know if this movie was inspired by ancient aliens or if ancient aliens came forth from well, the crystal skull. Both of them come from the same place, which this is a theory a lot of people have about ancient yeah. cultures being mm-hmm. visited by aliens. This has been around for a long time. You can... You know, believe in that as much as you want to. Uh, people think the pyramids were built by aliens and stuff like that. And there's no, an- no, no. They were inspired by the aliens. They enslaved humans to build them. Come on, John. Get your facts <laughs> straight. 
I'm so you, upset you didn't is, say that. Are these facts coming from the movie Stargate by any chance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see an entire movie about aliens uh, making pyramids, then you can watch the film Stargate. Um, you mean the historical documentary? <laughs> I believe Ken Burns did that, didn't he? Is that yes. a Ken Burns yeah. documentary? Stargate? Yeah, the Ken. Yeah, the Ken Burns Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know why they drop his name from the title most of the time. Mm. I don't know they either. Don't, yeah, you would think that'd be a selling point, but no. Maybe it's before he got big. <laughs> so, Katie, uh, uh, broad thoughts of the movie. We'll we'll get into more nah. specifics. Nah. Was that your response? <laughs> yeah, like just, a reluctant nah. sheep. Nah. Well, I think I was. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> okay. I wasn't as excited or. I was. I feel like I didn't really. I don't know. Maybe it was Shia LaBeouf. Maybe I was like, oh, they'll bring him back, but they won't bring Short Brown. You know, well, not back, but they'll bring mm-hmm. him in the loop, and they won't bring Short Round in there somewhere. I was really glad that uh, Marion came back. Um, mm-hmm. I love John Hurt, so oh, he yeah. was fun to see in there. Now, I, I, I've heard speculation. I haven't heard anybody confirm this, but that that part would have been Sean Connery in one of the early yes, drafts. Yes, I've heard that as well, and I heard that they contacted him, mm-hmm. and he said, I'm really enjoying retirement. Yeah, so he wouldn't and come so back. He turned but it that down. was apparently, that character was supposed to be Henry Jones Sr. Huh. In the original scripts. I don't know how different the script would have been with that, um, but yeah, apparently that was supposed to be the idea. Well, that would have been cool, and you could have all the generations there, but... yeah. I think that was the idea. Um, but, yeah, uh, Connery has been retired for quite a while. Since uh, uh, League. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah, was the last Ugh, one he made. Come on, buddy. Just <laughs> one more. He could, he could have done this. Get that bad least, taste out yeah, of our mouth. He could have at least done this Ugh. to be like, all right, fine. He ended up in the Ann Jones movie. That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, 19 years have passed. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, as we were looking, a 66-year-old uh, Harrison Ford. That didn't know. bother me. No. No, he, I know he. Do, I don't. I mean, I think he carries it well. He's, yeah, he's still. This is his movie. He's. Uh, he still did the majority of his own stunts. He still had the hat. So the mm-hmm. Yep. All the charm of Harrison Ford is still very much there. Yeah. Um. There's a few lines. This one I think is my least favorite script out of any of them. It's mm. not. It's not funny like the it's other. It's not ones. funny, and There's sometimes no... they rely on a line instead of like an expression from Harrison Ford. Hmm. You know, like he's like, oh, I thought. I thought that was closer. Like, he, in the past movies, I feel like they would just have shown it on his face. But he, mm-hmm. like, verbally says, hmm. or like, nope, nope, get yeah, out of here. Yeah, he's not really caught with his hands tied as much in this film. Yeah. Like, mm. I I don't know. I just felt like the humor was, maybe it was just the writing, but I felt like the humor was completely left out. I felt like the stakes weren't nearly as high as they were in the other, mm-hmm. in the other ones, where it was just, like, one thing. Like, I kept saying, like, it kept topping, like, each thing kept being topped by mm-hmm. something else, and I felt like that was not in this movie. Mm. The other thing I always take issue with this movie is they, like, do this crazy stunt, big chase scene piece, mm-hmm. and they get away. Yeah. And then four seconds later, they're back in the hands of the enemy. That's like uh. they're constantly, you know, they spend no time as a team apart from with the enemy. Uh, up until they reach the place. and that, I mean, the enemy does show up. They're right them. behind them that whole time. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. It was just like it's like, oh yeah, they got out of the jungle and they were able to get in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're right behind him. Or, you know, he gets out and he escapes and goes back, gets this kid, and then all of a sudden here they are again, and they found him. And they, I don't know, the whole time it feels like he's been captured. Where the other ones, it feels like they're racing to like 
He's, is he going to outsmart the team of evil people, or are right. they going to outsmart him? And mm-hmm. like, well, because he gets, the first. you know, because in the last one he just got like nose to nose with Hitler, and it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that was like. <gasps> <laughs> uh, so let's let's start looking at the movie uh, more scene by scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we open on uh, some fifties uh, hot rodders, nineteen fifties hot rodding teens driving through the desert. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually open on the shot of a uh, ant hill. Well, it's a uh, it's not ant a hill. Gopher. It's, yeah, it's like more like oh, a gopher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the the, 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 the they, CGI. He yet again uses the <laughs> prairie dogs. He yeah he he uh, yet again uses the Paramount Mountain into the prairie dog hole or whatever. They could yeah. breed thousands of rats, but not get a single live prairie, <laughs> prairie dog. dog. <laughs> uh, no. I don't believe it. Well, we—I mean—one of the things that, that's that's obvious. We have now fully moved into a, a, a CGI-driven right. Uh, no filmmaking more experience. melting faces and well, not in the same way by any no. means. Uh, Just... I mean, Spielberg is is the guy who really was at the forefront of CGI technology, and George Lucas very much so. Both of these guys were are kind of the reason we have computer-generated effects. Uh, Jurassic Park was sort of the no, big step forward. Thank in. you. Well, I don't know about no thank you to special to CGI effects in general. No, thank you, especially in this context. <laughs> this movie feels way too big budget. That's an odd statement for a, for a film franchise that is a big budget film franchise, though. What? Raiders, I think, was $6 million? Yeah, but $6 million at the time was a lot more than it is now. Sure, but like it just feels grittier and more real and like more practical effects. Sure. This feels like everything that could be CGI is CGI'd. I mean, it feels more like Harrison a movie Ford made in 2008. Harrison Ford was completely he was CGI. Not, he was not on set once in this whole nope. movie. Yeah. All CGI. <laughs> Andy Serkis played him, actually. Shia yeah. Buff, the CGI. motion yeah. capture. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was real was his motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis and a motorcycle. That was it. <laughs> the whole cast. That's the whole movie. movie which is, that was how this was made. Oh, uh, no. So we, we, we start with the, uh, the, the... The beginning of this movie firmly establishes, even before the year is put up, that we are in the 1950s now. Right. 19 years have passed since... Uh, Last Crusade, not just the release, but also in story terms. And then these hot riders meet up with a military convoy on their way to somewhere. Right. Uh, we When we get there, we realize that the military convoy are actually Russians. Area 51. It's Area 51. And uh, but I was going to say, so we've replaced, since the 50s, we've now replaced Nazis with communists. Yes. Not uh, as fun. Well, I, I mean, I don't know about not as fun. Maybe the portrayal of them, but I don't, I don't know. I mean commie villains seem like the obvious thing to do with indiana jones i mean it makes sense in this time period yeah but i'm sorry the commies are not as fun as the nazis is that what you're saying no yes that's (laughs) what i'm saying it's like hitler knew how to have a good time he just you know he threw some great parties uh, yeah i'm not even gonna touch that one Uh, no what what i meant to say is like if you see a nazi or you see a uh communist punched in the face Mm -hmm. you cheer a little harder with the nazi yes yeah yeah no there's less inherent evil in the communists communists were like we want bread lines not eradication mm-hmm. of an entire sure yeah yeah they, no i i agree there's genocide a more, was not there's a thing. more uh, inherent evil yeah um with the uh with the nazis obviously and so that no that does make sense but like i said this if it's 19 if indiana jones is in 1957 he's obviously fighting communists uh and our main communist is played by kate blanchett yeah that was surprising to me uh arena spalco is her name and uh, Rita Spalco is not a terrible villain. I think she's a pretty good villain, actually. I I don't. I mean, I, I mean her people didn't leave as much of an impression on me. The other communists, no. but 
there's I thought that one big blonde guy. Yeah, and and he's our. I mean, he's sort of your classic. Must somebody's got to beat up Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, which this is the first time, and I forget the name of the actor, but this is the first Indiana Jones movie that. Um, yes, I know who you're talking about. The, what is his name? The, the who, big the big German guy. Yeah, who gets punched into the plane propeller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's in Temple of Doom. Yes, and he's also in. The Last Crusade, but what is his name? His name is Pat Roach. That's right, and mm-hmm. this is the first one he passed away. He, he died uh, four years before it came out. Yeah, so, so oh. he was not. So he's just kind of like the serial villain. Yeah, yeah. He, he, the he's, big, bad he's just a big, muscle. hulking guy. He's just a big dude. And they always used him in different capacity, uh, usually to fight Harrison Ford in all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So this time we're, he's replaced by uh, another guy who's uh, imposing and big and fights Harrison Ford. Yeah, not Dolph Lundgren, but. But a, a Dolph Lundgren type, if you will. Now, how sure. awesome would it be if it was Dolph Lundgren? Oh, my gosh. I would lose my <laughs> mind. Uh, it would be like, oh, you lost to, to Rocky. You went back in time. Try to stop <laughs> Indiana Jones. Or maybe this he loses to Indiana Jones, and so he goes to fight Rocky. There you go. That would That's, be awesome. This was the original Ivan Drago. Yeah. This is his origin story. I believe if you look at the character's name in the credits, it's, it's Ivan, Ivan Drago. Drago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Irina Spalko, uh, as we said, is played by Kate Blanchett. She has a sword, which is pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, rapier. Yeah. And she's got a very distinctive uh, haircut. Yeah, the the, the classic villainous... Edna Mode haircut yeah. is what yeah. it looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. also against capes. Yeah, no. No capes. No capes. No capes. No capes. Uh, but uh, what, yeah, you said it's you, so shocking to see how many Oscar-winning and nominated people yeah. in this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, yeah. obviously oh, yeah, Spielberg's absolutely. doing a project, so people want to get involved. Oh, and for Indiana sure. Jones, like that's going to draw a lot of people. But oh, I'm sure everybody wanted to be involved in, in a new Indiana Jones movie. I mean, there was, I mean, one of the things, yeah, there was so much anticipation and so many false starts with this movie. We kept hearing, you know, oh, we waited be forever. The, yeah, I mean, you had a week. You don't know our pain. <laughs> that was so long. We yeah. waited forever. Right. And, uh, I mean, I will say, I mean, you're aware of this, Donovan. I don't know if you're aware of this, Katie. This movie's got a lot of haters. Uh, there's a lot of people who really despise this film. People who just say that it doesn't even exist? Yeah, people refuse to acknowledge it as part of the franchise. Yeah, I was uh, telling a couple of my friends that I was doing this. They're like, oh, so you're going to watch all three of them, huh? Yeah. And I was like, isn't there a fourth one? And they go, No. Yeah, and which I've always, I mean, th- this is certainly not a perfect movie by any means. It's not my favorite of the franchise. I don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out to be. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but I think there was just so much hype. Well, it's because he kept topping, I mean, they kept topping themselves in mm-hmm. every single movie. And so it was just like, what else is there? And I said rocket ships, and there was a UFO. Yeah. Well, was, and, and a rocket, rocket car. And a rocket car. Mm-hmm. So whatever that thing cutting down trees in the forest was too. Uh, I believe that was designed, um, and the the Lorax tries to stop it. <laughs> it's, uh, what's that? I try, try to think. Of, what's that? Oh, the the from the Doctor Seuss. Yeah, but what is that villain's name? I'm just gonna remember, bother me I, this I, the rest know, of this podcast. I'm not gonna it. think about another thing. <laughs> it's not um, a snoot. I don't know. I guess it's because he kept saying you know like oh it belongs in a museum like things mm-hmm. belong in the museum and i was like i don't know if ufos and aliens belong in a museum from what i gather this was kind of always the direction that george lucas saw this going in he always wanted to do aliens in fact there was a script i believe that was actually called one of the other drafts that wasn't used for this movie was called indiana jones and the moon men from mars or indiana jones and the saucer men that was it the saucer men it wasn't moon men 
Yeah. It was the saucer men from Mars. Which he makes fun of in the tent. Yes, he does. But it seemed like, and, and I know a lot of uh, Lucas's reason for that was by going from the 30s to the 50s, he's also mimicking what the genres of film were because they were more like high adventure jungle kind of things in the 30s. And then in the 50s, everybody became obsessed with science fiction. Okay. And the parallels between alien invasion and communist invasion. Oh, okay. okay was okay. sort of what he was going for. Now, Spielberg has kind of. Uh, said uh, later on after this movie's released that this was really more of Lucas's idea and he was going along with George's story. So his <laughs> yeah, heart... what ma- Lucas's that, idea. <laughs> well, I think a little bit of what you're talking about, though, is that I think some of Spielberg's passion isn't as present in this movie, mm-hmm. that he's sort of doing this as a favor for his friends, George Lucas and Harrison Ford, who both desperately wanted to make another Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand wanting to make another Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like the concept of the aliens, like it does make sense. I, mean, I just thought that the whole storyline was just kind of meh. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I, what I mean. I, the, people talk about the alien aspect of it being, I don't think that's his biggest problem at all because I think it's handled. I think the aliens are handled in an Indiana Jones kind of way mm-hmm. where they're, they're still sort of connected to some kind of culture. They're still left very mysterious and powerful at the end of the movie. Yeah. I don't think that's where any, I think this movie's better in its second half than its first half. It kind of it it kind of drags a little bit. Like it was just compared to the other ones, it felt very slow. Hmm. Like even though they are running and chasing after you know aliens or whatever, mm-hmm. it just it just didn't have the same excitement or lightheartedness. Or even though the second one is like supposedly like the darker one, For I sure. still feel like it, that had more humor and adventure in it than this one. This felt less adventurous and more like a like an X file or something. Mm-hmm. This movie explains too much. Hmm. The other ones, you'd never understand where the source of power comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, Kali, but like, how does the cult of Kali work? And the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant. Like, right. There Which, isn't... We, we should mention the Ark of the Covenant does has make a, cameo a cameo in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Onceler, that's what it's called yes, in Doctor Seuss. that's Shoes. exactly what it's called. <laughs> the Onceler designed that machine that is cutting down... All of those trees. So we should say that we, when the I, one thing I love in this movie is the introduction of Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, uh, out of the trunk of a out car. Out of the trunk and the the hat rolls, the and hand, then the hand yeah. and grabs then you see the, the hat, shadow. The shadow on the car yeah, as he yeah. puts the hat on his head. It, until he they nuke the fridge. <laughs> He's. All, I mean, it's great. Like the the the, the fight in the fight, the chase and fight in Area Fifty One. Yeah, is pretty fun. And stuff. the yeah. opening, the opening to the movie mm-hmm. with like the fun hot rod chase, hard turn into and like people all gunning the people Russians down. looking at each other. You know, with like the same straight faces. Yeah, mm-hmm. no nonsense. That's so much fun. That it's was a funny. better opening than the dance number in no! Temple of Doom. No, <laughs> no, you will never stop that. I uh, Temple of Doom is also that. the only one that has the big grand Indiana Jones title. Yes, it does. Piece. Yeah, that's true. Well, was, uh, yeah, we talked about they it. They learned their lesson. <laughs> didn't do it again. Uh, that might have been the wrong lesson <laughs> to learn, though. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the official Indiana Jones logo on screen. Well, did you miss it in this? I didn't think. I, well, I didn't. <laughs> I think all of them should have had that. A big <laughs> musical dance number, and then that's it. I don't know about a big musical dance number. It needs to be in all these movies. <sighs> but um, <laughs> so, I cannot so get behind Let's that. talk a bit about the concept of nuking the fridge. Because this has become uh, a very popular concept, particularly online, and a term shower, uh, a term people use a lot of the time is nuking the fridge. Yes, it's like jumping the shark. Yeah, that's it's a very. I don't. I don't have a huge problem with it, really. With jumping the shark or nuking the fridge, either for the moment. 
I, mean, right, I, I feel no, no. I'm gonna see you down someday. <laughs> nuking the nuking the fridge makes more sense than jumping the shark to me. Yes, until you counter in one small little factor called physics, knowing that it doesn't matter if the lead would protect him, mm-hmm. the impact would have killed him several times over. Yes, but Donovan, if, several if you wanna, times over. If you this movie get... is great if physics do not apply. Also, that thing would have heated up. Like yes. he got out without hardly any scratches on him because like in yep. the next scene they give him like a little bath and yeah. you don't see any you don't see it, nothing yeah. they're like oh no were you burns, at ground no zero how about some soap <laughs> yeah. well that's it, literally what they do yeah i mean that's not that actually is procedure for radiation exposure you scrub them down first but uh maybe not that much radiation exposure however if you're really going to get into he would have died in the following ways this whole franchise is kind movie. of yeah. out the window isn't it <laughs> when in literally every movie, how is there not a point where he would have died? Getting dragged under a truck. You getting, can do that. What, <laughs> you can do a lot of things, but I'm just saying. I don't, you I, cannot get blown by a nuke. I guess I'm just. In any sort of vessel. I would have liked to have seen more defense wounds. Mm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like a, a little. Like, burns and scratches yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. and then I would have been like, oh, all right, I'll buy that. I'm just saying, there are several times. And again, times. this guy does this for a living, which is like hard to believe anyway. But This movie also does something interesting, which is it implies a lot of history between 3 and 4. Because we're also introduced to Ray Winstone as Mac, who's sort of Indiana Jones' partner and seemingly has been for a while. Yeah. They mentioned that they were in the war together. Because something big is that <laughs> World War II Colonel happened. Jones. Yeah, World War II happened between these movies. And I guess Indiana Jones is a war hero. The way they talk about his service record... Mm-hmm. Um, I've always kind of wanted to see that. What is that movie? Indiana Jones in War World Hero? War II. Yeah, probably Indiana just want to like walk through the battlefield and just like punched everybody. <laughs> in like... Punching each individual Nazi. <laughs> yeah. It would have been more like a Monuments Men thing where he wasn't used oh, in combat yeah. the same way. Well, he talked. So. But how do he made a colonel? He specifically talks about spying in the in the war. Uh, I believe he alludes so to. So he was either t- intelligence and counterintelligence. Yeah, exactly. Which makes sense based on his skills and, I mean, his skill did set. It, did it say what branch he was in? Mm, I think it's implied. I think it said, I, I think they say Army, don't they? No, he says OSS. Oh, he's OSS. So he's like Secret Service. Okay. So he uh, he's definitely like counterintelligence then. Which is where he meets uh, Mr. Whitman from Lost. Yes, that's true. Alan Dale is that actor's Which name. Is and the janitor from Scrubs is and also... the janitor from Scrubs. Is, is one of the CIA I remember. Agents. I remember. I'm a huge fan of Scrubs. And I remember seeing that in theater. And that was one of the things that took Neil away from Neil Flynn. Is I was that like, the name? janitor yeah. was an illegitimate movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That plays, was incredible. He plays one of the people interrogating him. Uh, well, oh, we not, should... You don't like him very much in this movie. <laughs> He's like... Pfft. Yeah, but does he deserve him? Yeah. Met- oh, man. But his little glasses and... Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so, so I, I want to talk about the character of Mac, played by yeah, Ray Winstone, who betrays Indiana Jones. Like several times? In the, well, <laughs> right, right away in the opening sequence. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. sides with the Russians. That's a great thing where the guys put their guns down, mm-hmm. and then they pick them back up and point them at Indy. Mm-hmm. And then it pulls over, and you see Mac's got his gun on him. That's a pretty mm-hmm. good effect. That whole, the, the whole opening sequence feels like classic Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, so we go from the government lets him go after the nuking the fridge incident. And, uh, well, first of all, what, what the Russians are looking for is some sort of mysterious magnetic container within Area 51. Yeah. Uh, that's all we know at the beginning. Uh, but then, so then we go to the uh, university where yes. Indiana Jones is still a professor. Mm-hmm. But uh, now the dean of the school Charlie. is, is uh, Charles Stanworth, played by the 
great British character actor Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent's great. What's even better are both of his Batwing bow ties. He's got the diamond point <laughs> yes, bow yes, ties. Yes. Uh, but throughout the film, Jim Broadbent sort of taking over for the late Denholm Elliott, of course, who played yeah, Marcus Brody. Marcus Brody. Um, and and he's fine. Yeah, he's not really in the movie that much. Uh, no, but you get emotionally attached to him pretty quick. And, then... and he, and he, I mean, he, uh, uh, as we find out, Indiana Jones has been put on uh, indefinite suspension from the college. And this guy, uh, Stanworth, went to bat for him so much that he had to resign as dean yeah. to protect Indiana Jones. So right away, yeah, we definitely are endeared to him because he's uh, risking himself to save Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's loyal. Yeah. It, so it's interesting that the, the U.S. government is sort of a antagonist here. Briefly. Be, oh, yeah, they drop it pretty quick. But Indiana Jones is suspected of being a communist. And uh, that sends well, This him... is the height of, like, the Red Scare. Oh, absolutely. No, and I think that makes sense. I thought I, I like that aspect uh, of the movie. Oh, and... well, we didn't talk about the line. Do you have any last words? I like, like Ike. Ike. I like Ike is really... <laughs> that was, that was yeah. pretty That great. was funny. Mm-hmm. Is that the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> this movie does not have a tagline. Really? No, there's no tagline on the poster or anything. I couldn't find anything... That, that was like that. I don't really know if we... Maybe we don't do that. No, we still do that in movies. I still see taglines. A little bit. Time. How often do you see them, though? Uh, I mean, here What's and What's the tagline for Jurassic World? The park is open. Is it really? Yes, it is. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man is heroes don't get any bigger. Wow. Yeah. So do we you still... memorize movie taglines? <laughs> I just see these trailers all the time, and they show the taglines. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh... Well, um, we were so talking we, about, yeah, so, sorry, the communists. So, so that sends Indiana like Jones. Uh, he's going he's gonna to leave the country. He's going to England to potentially take a teaching job. Was it England? I thought he said London. Uh, no, he no, said... It uh, was, uh, where did he say Lichten? he was going? It was, it was in Germany, wasn't it? Was it, it? Germany? Where? Hmm. Why do, it's, he's going somewhere to take a teaching job. Leipzig. At he said Leipzig. Did he say Leipzig? For some reason he I... said Leipzig. Like, he really butchered the name of wherever he was going. <laughs> well, he's Indiana Jones. So it's automatically correct, whatever he said. Um, whatever he said, yeah. I agree with. That's how, the, that's how that works. He All can right. speak dead languages. So what, he's getting on a... He's getting on a I think he was going to fly to London and then to Germany, maybe, is what I heard. Fine. I don't know. I'll go with it. Uh, somewhere I heard London, but it doesn't really matter, because he stopped on the train by the introduction of Mutt Williams, played by Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Well, even Steven's action. <laughs> you had a vocal reaction to the appearance of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I think I Williams. said, like, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is 2008 Shia LaBeouf, which is a lot different than, current, yeah. than current day <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. This is Shia LaBeouf uh, on his way to being a movie star, kind of. I mean, like, he's on he's on the path to be the next big movie. Mean, some Spielberg clearly thought this he was going to be the guy because... Uh, I think there's, like, one movie I like him in, and it's... I think it's called Charlie Countryman. That one's not that bad. Hmm. But yeah, Shia LaBeouf. I, I don't think I don't. I really don't have an <laughs> issue with Shia LaBeouf up to a certain year. Uh, right. I thought he was fine in the Transformers movies. I think he. I actually think he's fine in this. Um, I didn't like his character in this though. I can't tell if it's, Sh- it's Shia LaBeouf or mm-hmm. if it's the character. I think. I, I think he's fine. Really. I mean, I think it's he's the, the short round. He's the short round of the movie. I agree. Movie. No. I agree. He's the short round of this movie. And it's just kind of like you're tagging along a little bit too much. Mm. Uh, Katie's turning away. Short round could totally hold his own, and he like even beat up another little kid. Hey, this guy, hey, the, Mutt Williams, beats up some people too. 
Yeah, I know, but like you know, you got the whole special effects of him almost doing the splits in the jeep, and I was mm-hmm. like, he just I combs his hair way too much. Yes, <laughs> he's the, the whole he, the whole scene in the diner was that was is, pretty funny. He's a full on fifties greaser. In yeah. fact, the, the way he's such a punk. The like, way the he's time. introduced on the motorcycle with that hat, he looks exactly like Marlon Brando in the Wild One. Yes, he does. does. Yep. and that I mean th- that was on purpose for sure. Uh, that he comes out of the out of some kind of steam. Yeah, whatever the, the whatever, train yeah, from the whatever. train and rides up and trains are steam. Yeah. And he's been sent to find <laughs> he's been sent to find Indiana Jones by his mother, Mary Williams. Uh, as soon as I heard that I turned out, I was like, I know his mom is <laughs> <laughs> uh because um Indiana's colleague, they went to school together, is that right? Yeah, we could call him. Yeah, uh Ox- Professor Oxley uh has been taken by someone. They don't they don't say who, I don't think, at this point. No. I don't think they... He, Just them. Yeah. They've taken him. Someone's taken him, and uh, he needs Indiana Jones' help to find both his mother and uh, Harold Oxley is uh, the character. This leads to some of the best stuff, which is the diner fight. Yes. Being yeah. like, greaser versus jock. Yep. Fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> That's and my boyfriend. Because You know yeah, who that the, is? Who Do you the, know who that is? The girl who hits him? So... I was reading this commentary, and it's like, haven't we all wanted to punch Shia LaBeouf in the face? Mm-hmm. Well, that is the daughter of Steven Spielberg. Oh, that's Sasha Spielberg. Sasha Spielberg yeah. no punches way. him in the face, <laughs> which is an She's awesome She's funny thing. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's my boyfriend. Yeah, wow. which I, lo- I love that he hits the, the guy, and then the girl stands up and hits him uh-huh. in defense yeah. of her boyfriend. Yeah, that was That's awesome. fantastic. That scene, see, that's, that. I, I, think, I think the movie's got, the movie definitely does have humor. Probably not, definitely not as much as the other ones. That's certainly an example, though, where, like, okay, that's the Indiana Jones mm-hmm. humor that I want to see. And uh, um, was it what, – what song plays? Is that Shake, Rattle, and Roll there? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that so. plays as the – I mean, they, they use a lot of these 50s rock songs in the movie. Or a few mm-hmm. of them. And I like – it goes from, like, a chef, chef to, like, people picking up chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's it ugly. just spills outside. <laughs> yeah. It's ugly. It's ugly fast. And then that leads to a motorcycle chase. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I like this motorcycle chase. Yeah, I think, I think this is really fun. Uh, through the uh, onto the campus of well, eventually it gets onto the campus he's of the university. He's dragging his feet and he, you know, yeah. Oh, when he, when he I really like when he punches the guy, gets pulled into the car, fights the two guys, and then comes out the other side of the car. Yeah, back onto yeah. the back of the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and then he breaks for a bit just so he can scoot back on, mm-hmm. and then they go. <laughs> yeah, Which, that's really cool. That's the fun kind of clever stuff that that feels like Spielberg directing Indiana Jones movie. And when they eventually burst into the library and slide. And yeah, then, and then the kid asks him the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we? I, I, I can't confirm it completely. It is confirmed. Is it confirmed? Yeah. That 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 is uh, that actor is Chet Hanks, mm-hmm. uh, Chester Chester Hanks, son of Tom Hanks, uh, who's playing, uh, who's not maybe not our favorite person. Huh. <laughs> he's kind of a rebel. Uh, he's kind in real, of a, in real life, Chet Hanks. He's kind uh, of no good. Kind of a no good guy, but. Uh, yeah, with you, people can look up Chet Hanks. We can tell you more about. We're not going to pick our favorite Hanks son, but Colin. Colin. <laughs> Colin's pretty great. <laughs> we do love that Colin Hanks. He's uh, so delightful. Yeah, just like his father. Um, but yeah, you can look up Chet Hanks. Uh, if you Google him, you'll find out some interesting things about him. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but he makes a brief. I like the idea. It's, it's a really funny scene. I think that's re- that's that's one of my favorite jokes in the movie. Yeah, and and He's I like, love. Oh, forget that guy. Like, yeah. look this up. He was in the field. Right. Remember, be an archaeologist. Yeah. Got to get out of the library. Which is the exact opposite of what he tells the kids in Last Crusade. Yep. Which is most of the work is done. Seventy percent of yep. archaeology is done in the library. And X. Never marks his spot. spot. Yep. So, uh, 
where does that take then then uh, Indian mutt go to Peru is that right from there mm-hmm. uh, they go because they go th- do they go straight to Peru don't they go there? they go there because uh, they end up going to the how uh, prison out? cell where Oxley was held but how do they find out that he's there well they know that Oxley no was they held go they go home first because then he solves the riddle yes that's it and yes. he's like only he would write a riddle in a dead language that's it yes and then they figure out they have to go to Ariana's cradle. Yes, which is in Peru. Right, but they go to they first go to the cell where he was held, and there's all the crazy scrawlings on the mm-hmm. wall, which leads them to where the cradle is. Yeah, but they first go to Peru. Yeah, to go. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that takes us into uh, where the cradle is, which is guarded by the living dead. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I believe so. Pretty weird. We're very freaky. Very weird uh, kind of uh, ninja sort of uh, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's a big fight. It's a brief fight. It's he a blows f- a dart back into his That's what that, his yeah, I really that, like that. Blah. No, it's you know, pretty like, gross, but yeah. it's pretty awesome but as that well. Feel, once again, that feels like an Indiana Jones way to kill a guy. And then there's a great line because he cocks the gun mm-hmm. and he runs away and says... You're a teacher? He's like, part-time. Yeah. Part, yeah, part-time. Yeah. See, the first... I, see, I think I like the first half of this movie better than the second half of this movie. Hmm. Hey, with, there's with good a few stuff. exceptions, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, so then that leads into... We get some more crypt sort of... Uh, crypt exploring, like uh, classic Indiana Jones stuff. Uh, there's some fun... I think I don't know. I think I think Harrison Ford and Shia LaBeouf have a pretty good banter with one another. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's not as good as Connery, no. No, it's not. But I See, sort of like that's, the... That's the thing, is I'm missing the father-son of... But there's sort of the, but there, you know, there's the they, reversal of the roles. Now, the father's son, but I don't know. I was going to say, though, that's sort of the reversal of the roles, is that now Indiana Jones is sort of in the place of the father. In Harrison this, Ford's fine as a father. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf you could a... ask his kids. if he, yeah, I think he's, you know, he does have some kids. He's probably fine as a father. I'm sure he is. <laughs> but Shia LaBeouf just doesn't do it for me. I, I don't, that relationship. I don't know. I, I it, it was working for me. I think I, I, I like I like I actually like Shia LaBeouf in this movie. I was a Shia LaBeouf fan for quite a while. I mean, uh, not even current. Stevens was great. Even Stevens was great. But I mean, I, I said I liked him in the Transformers movies. I liked him in this. I liked him in both Disturbia and Eagle Eye. His uh, you know, there's like a video right. on Thrillers. YouTube of Shia LaBeouf just saying no from all the Transformers movies, <laughs> and there's like a cat next to it because there's a cat that goes no 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 no. Yeah yeah yeah. It's him running around for a solid 10 minutes just saying no. <laughs> I have not seen that. You kind of look at him. He's going, no, 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 no. And it's the funniest yeah. thing ever. He does say no a few times. He says no. Oh, he definitely does, yeah. Uh, he's, he, he's not really a yes and actor. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's, he's a, not a very good actor. I don't think he ever did sure. improv. <laughs> um, but so, so we get into there, and then they get captured by uh, the Russians. Yeah. Freaking Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Screwing him over yet again. Make up your mind. But this is actually one of my favorite scenes when Indiana Jones is captured and talking to Mac. And he says, uh, I'm going to break your nose. Oh, and you you really like the, uh, you, you, uh, was it betrayed me for money? And he says, not money, a huge pile of money. Oh, I was just quoting it back because (laughs) the way. you, You quoted it like three times, so. Whoa, John. Way to announce that to everybody. That was our little secret. And we. But, I mean, Mac is very much an Indiana Jones villain in that sense I because he wants money. I just was written. Money. It was funny. Oh, yeah. I just like the way that was written. I, I actually, I think uh, uh, Ray Winstone's fantastic in this movie. He's all right. He's, he's, a, he's a fun foil to Indiana Jones. He's all right. And he's got, I mean, okay. <laughs> I think Ray Winstone is an actor with a lot of presence on the, As soon as we get to Akator, everything he does falls apart. Mm. He just is like, 
Like, there's money obsessed, and then there's people who are like raccoons that can't resist something <laughs> shiny. And he becomes a raccoon. Yeah. Which I'm a huge fan of raccoons. They're great. But <laughs> Those not are as... the most terrifying things ever. Raccoons? Yes. Nature's bandits? Yes. They, I... When they stand just on their hind legs and they stare at you and they get tall. I was. They can this get is, like four feet. This is a brief no aside. Thanks. I was watering my garden the other day mm-hmm. at night. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I have this cherry tree above my driveway. And it was like, oh, it's really windy because it's moving. And then I look at all the other trees and it's not moving. So I look up there and it's like ferociously shaking. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden this little pointed nose and ring tail sticks out and looks at me. Uh-huh. And he's just picking off these cherries <laughs> and eating them, crawling up and down the tree. And then he crawls on the trunk and just sits there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> just oh, hanging no, out. Thank you, I, they just look like they either escape from old timey prison or they're on their way to a costume party. <laughs> either of which I'm huge fans of. <laughs> I, I, raccoons have hands. Yeah. That's yeah. why that's why they're the best. That's why Katie. they're terrifying. <laughs> like I just want to give them a high five every time I see a raccoon. They're like I don't know, you think cats can be mean, but they're like mean cats times ten. They're smart. They're real smart. That's what makes them scary. <laughs> they yes, they can solve rudimentary math problems, replace tires on cars. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty smart. You're gonna okay. seem like <laughs> you can edit this out if you want. So, no, no, this will be in. This will stay in for sure. Okay. Uh, so when when we've got we've now got Indiana Jones captured by the Russians, and uh, we've already we, he fa- he found the crystal skull. I was gonna say we're introduced to the crystal skull, but <laughs> the he plastic already, skull. They find already, it with uh, in the tomb, the cradle. Yes. Um, but this is where uh, Spalco wants him to connect to the skull in some way because we we, we find Oxley. Played by John Hurt, the great John Hurt. Yes. Um, and uh, he looked into the skull's eyes, and that drove him insane. Is what's like temporarily insane. Yeah. Somehow, and so they want Indiana Jones to look into his eyes. He's got I don't know alien sickness. Yeah, uh, which is which is interesting because <laughs> uh, John Hurt, of course, was one of the cast members of the original Alien. Uh, he's also the War Doctor, John. Yes, he is, and he's the uh, uh, Hellboy's surrogate father in Hellboy. I mean, everything he does. He's just a brilliant this. actor. He really, he's in everything. He's, really like him. he's amazing, and he do, he gets some fun stuff to do in this. Um, so he's gone crazy. He's so he gets funny. In this. He's a good crazy. Yeah, he plays a good crazy. And I do like that line when they he's bring him in. He's a good intelligent man. He plays a good crazy. And he's man. like, "Knock it off! You are never this entertaining." Yeah, <laughs> I think you're, you're never, never this interesting. Just the yeah. line, "Knock it off." Yeah. Just, I don't know. Oh, Harrison Ford. So Patrick. I mean, well, anything, anything. Like negative said, can't Harrison Ford's fantastic here as always. He's so, he's so this character. He's so comfortable in this character. Um, but I love the whole thing about uh, I'm going to break your nose, and then when he gets, he kind of fakes how much the crystal skull affects him, and then as soon as uh, uh, Mac gets close to him, he punches him and wow. breaks his nose, and he says, "You broke, you my, broke nose. my nose." He's like I told you, I would. That's so good. <laughs> But uh, they so they want to uh, leverage. Once again, Indiana Jones kind of resists. Remember in Temple of Doom, he resists voodoo magic when he tries to rip his heart out. This mm-hmm. one, he doesn't get overrun by the alien <laughs> alien crazies. Hey man, Indiana Jones, he can't be topped. That's Doesn't so it? true. He is. <laughs> He's unstoppable. Yes, he is, uh, and possibly immortal. Uh, no, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> He's not immortal. <laughs> we we do see there there is an acknowledgement of both his father and Marcus Brody have died in the yeah, time between. The yeah, the Grail, Katie. I'm sorry. 
Don't talk to me. <laughs> You're pushing it with the short round. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, so the the Russians need to leverage Indiana Jones' help. They threaten Mutt Williams. He doesn't give a crap about Mutt Williams. No. And not we, this. we talked about the name Mutt yet. No, we haven't talked about the name Mutt. Should what? we talk about it for a second? Hey, we can talk about it. What do you want to say about Mutt? Wait, I wait, thought wait, he said on. Mud as in like... No, it's M- Mutt. It's Mutt. M-U-T-T. M-U-T-T. It's Mutt on his Williams. jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we like have mud Henry Jones Sr., Henry mm-hmm. Jones Jr., now Henry Jones, and Henry Jones the third. Yes. Right? Henry Jones the second, mm-hmm. or Jr., mm-hmm. takes... His name from a dog. From a dog. What is a Mutt? Yes. This is a. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I feel like it's a dog. That was a little heavy-handed, everybody. Like you didn't give him a name of a beloved dog. Mm-hmm. You just called him Mutt. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's that just feels such a, a little... silly name, Mutt. Mutt. Mm. Like who picks that name for themselves, Mutt? Yeah, I like the idea <laughs> that he picked his own name. Yeah. I mean, Indiana did, but Indiana's a way cooler name, and he liked the dog. Yeah, there's no explanation. Yeah, you for don't. Mutt. I don't think anybody names their dog Mutt. I just think that they're no. just a Mutt. When he asked him what kind of name is Mutt, and he says it's the name I chose for myself. Yeah, which is interesting. Also- Real smart kid. Mm. Real smart kid. Anyways, you were saying. Sorry, they try to leverage him with Mutt. Right, and then when that doesn't work, they decide that they have something better to leverage him with, which is uh, Marion Ravenwood. Which I was going to say, mm-hmm. the chemistry between. Him and Marion off the charts is brilliant so from good. the moment she steps in. This may be why I like the second half of the movie better. It's just the, well, if, if only for the presence of Karen Allen. And that's what I was going to say. If Karen Allen wasn't in it, it would be easily the first half. Mm-hmm. But I like the first half and only the Karen Allen bits of the second because, half. Because, I mean, right away, they are From just the right back into that. Yeah. Why are you looking for a date? Yeah. That's a great line. Uh, you know, he's got a line later in the movie where he says, there's been a few women and they all had the same problem. She says, what? And he says, none of them were you. you. And I feel that's the problem with the franchise. They peaked with their first girl. Mm-hmm. That she was the absolute perfect girl for Indiana Jones, and they were never able to find yeah, anybody. Yeah, he could. kind of made up for that by admitting that, but I, I still do not forgive that. <laughs> <laughs> they get married, Katie. It's okay. Yeah, I, I mean, this was and, and short round was not the ring bearer. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he'll live on forever. But Karen Allen had left <laughs> acting at this point. She'd been out for quite a while. She hadn't been in anything in years. I think she retired so after Sandlot. You know, second debut. Yeah. So they, but Spielberg called her and. <laughs> Apparently Spielberg called her. This is how she said. Please come back. Spielberg called her and said, hey, there's going to be a uh, fourth Indiana Jones movie. And she was like, oh, great. He's like, yeah, and you're in it. And she just <laughs> like, yeah, you're it. Yeah. Th- there was no, he was just like, no, you're in the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Let me just, check my schedule. I like the idea if she says no and that to cast somebody else to do. They probably have to all. rewrite the that whole would, Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would rewrite. They couldn't bring back Willie. Like, that's just, uh-uh. you couldn't get me oh. to sit down for that movie. Mrs. Mrs. Spielberg would, would have definitely uh, come on board there. Now, that's the other interesting thing. So, Sasha Spielberg, who punches that, not, not only the daughter of Steven Spielberg, but also the daughter of uh, Willie Scott. Yeah. She uh, got Kate comic Capshaw. timing from her father, apparently. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. Um, uh, so yeah, the, um, I, I think everyone was very excited that they brought back Marion. That seemed yes. that that was quite uh, the fan community really responded positively to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, they like said the, the she's great. Oh, Honestly, she's fantastic from, from the moment she's you so meet her. She's so witty. Yeah, like that that bit in the that's the problem. They never had anyone who could match the comic timing. And she can hold her own. Mm-hmm. Like because well, I love. He said, "Well, I guess you got yourself kidnapped." She's like, "Yeah, like you did any better." Yeah. And, 
<laughs> yeah, she gives as good as she gets there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, they go into that, that sand pit. Oh, I love Oh my god. See, this is another great and the scene snake here. Comes the, the, back. There's I mean and this movie gets a lot of crap, but there is some really good stuff here. I really like the sand pit scene. Like when they said was this quicksand and Indiana Jones starts going, Well, technically the difference between this and quicksand is yeah. that he turns into professor mode. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> But this whole scene is great. I like the thing about he's your son or he's like we well, get off his back about not going to school and it's like a little later he's your son he's like why the hell didn't you make him go back to school yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and then the brilliant thing of, of uh throwing the snake to get him out harrison ford mm-hmm. that is the funniest thing he's ever done his <laughs> face and his reaction to that snake is brilliant yeah. i mean he's tell me like, it's a rope yeah yeah i mean he's just like i think i can touch the it. bottom yeah. he can't touch it i mean it's like you <laughs> see this like the most macho man in the world turn into a little sissy and he keeps throwing it in, in his face and yeah. that's yeah. the funniest part of like the, God. the look oh on his face no it's it's amazing it's the best indiana jones and a snake interaction in any of the movies mm-hmm. i think that might be the funniest part of this movie Oh, I think it definitely is. Just that reaction yeah. alone is the yeah. funniest part of this movie. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it's a callback. With, he doesn't say, I hate snakes, mm. but it's the callback nonetheless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Mutt Williams is quite disappointed that he's afraid of snakes. Yeah. Um, it's a rat. rat <laughs> it's a rat snake. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen one this big. Now, Donovan, you might be interested in hearing this uh, on the trivia. To prepare Just for her me. role. Katie, no, cover your ears. Well, Katie <laughs> won't know what I'm talking about. Uh, to prepare for her role as Arena Spalco, Kate Blanchett learned to fence, and during filming practice karate, she based her performance on Rosa Klebb from, from Retro with Love. Really? Mm-hmm. I totally see that now. Yeah, I think that's definitely there. So that's not a... Edna mode? <laughs> and Edna mode. I think that's yeah. the second part of that. But no, that would be a James Bond villain. I wonder how she studied her okay. accent. Wow, that's... Apparently she watched very, Rosa Club. It's uh, a very <laughs> distinct Eastern Ukraine. Yes. Because yeah. they make it clear. She's not Russian. She's Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference, sense. Katie. Did you not think there was a difference? Mm-hmm. Well, after listening to German accents for, you know, the last couple, I don't you know. know. Sometimes I slip <laughs> into a German accent and it doesn't go away. <laughs> Katie. Yeah, I get that. And you're, yeah, maybe it's just your Russian accent sounds like a Eastern Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an issue I have. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we eventually get to a, um, a, a, I think, a pretty exciting chase through the jungle. Here, I mean, this is, I do like the second half more. You don't like the you don't like the chase of the jungle. I like some of the elements of it. Mm-hmm. The one slur machine is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Can we? But just, swinging with monkeys. Can we talk about that? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't defend the swinging with the, monkeys. But and again, like, where where I physics to. don't exist because he can that catch up to the moving cars. Silliest part. Yeah, no that that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all on so many levels. No, the fencing on the multiple army cars of monkeys. Is, oh, I I like the fencing. It works for like ten seconds. It's cool and it goes on for. It was very like pirate esque. I felt like they yes. were on shit. Yeah, that was just a very pirate esque. But the swinging on vines with monkeys. The swinging on vines around. with monkeys. I I can't. I don't know who thought that the was the better a good idea. ending. And I'm gonna cut it together. Mm-hmm. He gets caught in the vine. Mm-hmm. Looks over, sees the monkey. Mm-hmm. The monkey hiles Hitler. <laughs> New scene. It gets worked in the past. It will work in this one. Because all monkeys are Nazis in Indiana well, Jones. Fun fact, John. <laughs> after World War II, a lot of Nazi higher-ups did go to South America. I did know this. Well, what if that monkey was a Nazi higher-up and Hang went on. to South America? Can we talk about how awesome a movie this would be if there had been some Nazi higher-up that they, they were ran hiding into in South America? In South America. That would be really cool. Just a singular Nazi. doesn't. That even have could it. have been the one. That one <laughs> monkey. Right that would have been it. I didn't mean the monkey. Huge mistake. 
Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think this is pretty. Fun. I really like the thing where he asks if Indiana Jones has a plan, and she says, "I don't think he does." And then he and he comes because out with a rocket, rocket launcher. launcher. Yeah. That was and awesome. It scares him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was no, that's pretty. That great. was really fun. Uh, oh, we're talk, talking about vehicles in this movie. We talked about the rocket car, but something else that we hadn't seen is a boat car. The amphibious, y- yes. yeah, vehicle, yeah, in this movie, uh, not not quite as amphibious as the Lotus in the James Bond movies. Donovan the Wheel. Well, it can't go underwater. Yeah, but this is a, an actual amphibious vehicle <laughs> that exists. I'm just saying, Roger Moore. Unlike Lotus. the Lotus that I've been developing in my garage for the last six years. <laughs> It still um, doesn't float. <laughs> uh, do you know the character Mutt Williams was named after John Williams? Really? I would be yeah. so offended. <laughs> I'm like, listen, Spielberg, I've written all your best movies. I've written, well, Michael Giacchino, right? Did uh, did Jurassic World. Just did Jurassic World. Which, I mean. I, I be, still need to go that, That's that. maybe why. Maybe John Williams was offended after this movie. <laughs> It's like, not a Spielberg-directed film, though, Jurassic World. It's a sequel to Spielberg. It stuff, is. A, yeah. You feel like John Williams would John have done Williams, Jurassic John, World. He did not do Jurassic Park 3, though. Maybe there's some correlation. I will say he's... To Matt Williams. But that's so offensive. That that being said, I will tell you this. This new Spielberg he deserves, movie... This new he Spielberg deserves, movie that's coming uh, out... He deserves to be knighted. <laughs> he should be president for a day. John Williams? There should be a monument to John Williams. I mean, once again, John Williams' work in this movie is fantastic. A national treasure. Because, uh, I mean, his score in this is great, as it always is. And some of the great callbacks to, mm-hmm. like, the Marion Love theme. Yes, he brings back, back a, lot of the, a lot of the older pieces. Uh, but I was going to say, the, the, the movie of Steven Sp- the new Spielberg movie this year is the first one not to have a John Williams score. That's Matt Williams. Surprising. Yeah. Matt well, Williams he's busy. Is to blame. He's Because he's busy uh, doing Star the Wars. score for Star Wars Episode Seven. Ah. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we get through the jungle, and then we're, yeah, we're in a boat car. Wow, jungle... Giant ants. We didn't. Yeah. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We jumped to uh, Giant this. This people eating ants. This movie's creepy crawly is CGI. ants. CGI. Well, yes, they're CGI, Donovan. I they got real rats built robotic rats. <laughs> I think this would be a. I now it's CGI, Donovan. I think this is a big. <laughs> they got real vampire bats. This gone. is a. This is a big ass. Some real snakes. And <laughs> those fake. were not vampire bats in uh, Temple of Doom. They were bats, but they were not vampire they bats. They call them vampire Vampire bats. bats are way too small to even show up on camera. Yeah, they're really. tiny. Uh, they would not they're have made any bats, impression. They? Yeah, they're yeah, they're fruit bats, exactly. Uh, I know bigger. a little bit about bats, John. <laughs> they call them vampire bats in the movie, though. Yes, they do. Uh, but uh, I don't know how you thought they were going to practically get an army of people <laughs> eating ants. Here's what you do, John. Mm-hmm. Don't make it ants. <laughs> Make it <laughs> now. See, this is this is where you lose me. I I, I love practical effects as much as you do, but uh, I have a great. You, idea. I don't. You, I don't. I'm not going to start my, changing the script just to have. You want to hear my great idea? You don't like the ants? I really like the you ants. You want to hear my great idea what? that it takes place in the copy in my mattress? Mm-hmm. You have the bit with the scorpions, and he's like, uh-huh. "It was huge." He's like, "Good." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Scorpions." Uh-huh. The bigger, the better. Yeah. If it's small, don't hold, keep it yourself. Yeah. What if scorpions came back? Sure, uh, scorpions but they, are way cooler than ants. Uh, I mean, I guess. But and then a small one would have bitten her, and then boom. the movie would have been done. And then <laughs> she doesn't even get. Donovan, I really don't think you would have liked the movie Ants. No, I love the movie. <laughs> All ants. CGI ants in that. <laughs> I love yeah. the movie Ants, <laughs> <laughs> including. <laughs> Including a Sylvester Stallone. Ant. I want all yeah. and Woody Allen. I want, Woody all, Allen I want yeah. all CG or no CG. <laughs> it's, it's all or nothing with the ants. Uh, yeah, exactly. I do like the movie Ants. I do like the movie Ants Bugs with the Life. Z. 
I thought it was the same movie. Uh, did Woody Allen direct Ants? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I am sure. He just did the voice. Okay, well, I'll look at you know that. Who, you know who else does a voice in Ants, though? Ray Romano. Dan Aykroyd. <gasps> really? Yeah. He did that, in the, but he won't come back. <laughs> I don't he should have at least been the officiator here, at Katie, the wedding. I don't, I don't, Katie, Katie, I don't think he won't come back. Okay, I, have, I'm sure he would be You're going to have your whole like, sofas full of scripts on that. I'm going to have just like sofa full of scripts that you know that Dan Aykroyd could have fit in. Here's the thing, Katie. Not only does my script include Dan Aykroyd, but also he was sway satiated from all of his aunt's money. You know, after he made ants, he's like, you know what? I don't need to do this anymore. I've got a good life. A couple thousand away. I think he might be thinking CGI of his Ghostbusters money. But, uh... um, there were ants in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm sure there were. I'm sure they're in there somewhere. Anyway, I, Katie, what did you think of the giant people eating ants? I, I agree with Donovan. I totally thought that was a setup for, like, the earlier line was a setup for scorpions. And mm-hmm. then, like, when the little one bit her, I thought it was a scorpion. I'm like, oh, well, that takes care of her. Mm. Joke's on us. It's an ant. Yeah, it is an so ant. The, so the ant, I would nah, it would have I would have liked to have seen scorpions. And need I remind you, they already did a whole bunch of creepy crawlies. Well, every movie has creepy crawlies. No, well, they have bugs. Bugs in Temple of Doom, and they're actual bugs. These are far more threatening than those bugs, though. These are these are ants. They consume a man in this. Do the they like drag him in the little? Here's the other thing: is none of the other creepy crawlies in the movies actually really that much move the plot along? No, but I I don't see how that. I don't think that's a staple of the franchise. Is we have creepy crawlies that aren't plot contingent. Well, it was for the first three, and it worked. I'm, that's all I'm saying, John. All right. Well, I don't want we'll the Also, if we're in the rainforest, you know, like the uh-huh. Amazon rainforest. What? I don't, where are they exactly at this point? They're in the Amazon. They're yeah. in the Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, having been to like one of the safer edges of the Amazon, uh-huh. it is really, it's rainy. It's uh-huh. completely wet and mucky. And uh-huh. I feel like there are way more dangerous things other than ants i mean yeah they're man eating ants they're but, pretty they seem pretty dangerous to but me. i mean if i'm if i'm gonna look i'm gonna like oh I'm, this <laughs> i would have been like tarantulas would be awesome yeah or call back to the first one or like <laughs> scary animal well i don't i won't i got kind of jaguars i was pretty miffed that's not really Kate a creepy Blanchett crawly through the monkey off the cliff i i did not yeah you did that. seem to have said where it was set by that hey, i mean she was a villain that monkey lived she, yeah, that was like the core reason why I, I did not like her. <laughs> yeah. You you loved her up until then. I uh, was like, all right, she's all right. Not you're okay. You were fine with <laughs> in the okay. fridge, but not tossing the monkey. Well, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> whenever. In the chimp. Well, it's like in the other. Fling in the chimp. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of my Yeah, band. she should have just jumped the shark on that one. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we go from the, the ants to. Then Piranhas. Then Wait, hold on. Piranhas no. would have been a better. Piranhas actually would have been leeches really cool. Leeches or something. Leeches. No, leeches like aren't them. as in... Well, I mean, that would be creepy, obviously, but... What if they That's were giant creepy. leeches and could drain your blood in half a second? That'd be cool. You just sold me on that. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's write a script with that. Yep. Dan Aykroyd's the leech. Fifth, uh, fifth John, Indiana Jones pause this? We're going to go write it. We're going <laughs> to crank out a fifth Indiana Jones movie right now. Uh, we're back. It's great. <laughs> Coming to you in theaters 2018. Just got off the line with Spielberg. He's he said yes. Aykroyd plays all the parts. Mm-hmm. And there are no giant ants. So, win-win. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we, we move from... <laughs> we move from the... Let's get away from the ants here. Uh, and uh, uh, let's talk about the... Uh, now we're in a boat car going over waterfalls. Three times. Three times. Which is pretty fun. I think this is... A, no, oh, yeah. That, okay. that, that felt if like Indiana Jones. Kill, I thought Sony was going to die during that. 
That'd be a different yeah. movie. Yeah, that would definitely that that felt to me like the Indiana Jones sense of humor. The the it drops three times in Indiana Jones. The one, yeah, two. Well, they get all like you know three, yeah. happy that they that they drop and they survive that. And uh-huh. Jones put it in reverse. It just yeah, and then it just keeps getting bigger. The waterfalls, right? Um, that stuff. That's that all works. And then we get to uh, the uh, what is it? Aka was it Akator? The skull with the Akator. Yeah, Akator. Which is where uh, the climax of the movie occurs. Uh, El Dorado. Yeah, El Dorado. Um, and uh, I, I don't really have much to say really about this. I mean, the, the ending's pretty. It's not bad, but it's very. It's it's a standard kind of Indiana Jones ending. We go into a oh, secret yeah, you know, place. You got your aliens. You got your. Uh... Well, no, I mean, aside from the, uh, the the maybe the aliens, but I'm saying like you go into a place. You have the thing. You return the thing to where it needs to go, or you find the thing wherever it is. Vice versa. I and then, was disappointed at the lack of booby traps. Yeah, there were not. There's there was few. no like, oh, watch your step. There was no, okay, I. There's I one mean, thing about some poison that. darts, and then there's some people that come out. There's the natives that come out of the walls. Which do yeah, they but- just live in the rock? <laughs> I don't know. They don't have like an alarm to be like, oh, people are coming. Places everybody. Places everybody. Also, they bow down. Hold on, John. I'm still going. They bow down to the Crystal Skull. Yes. Crystal Skull keeps going. Uh Now Russian people come through. Uh Like two Russian people. Uh Nothing. They walk right through those natives. No, they don't. They they kill all the natives. Yeah, because you see them all face down. Do you think all of? You think that they could take out all of those natives? Yes. The guns. Because they have machine guns. They have bolas. That doesn't. I mean, maybe a couple of the Russians got taken out, but no, they just mowed them down with machine All right. guns. All right. I, I have no issue with that. I don't. You have no issue with natives being killed, John? I have no issue with the <laughs> logic of the natives being killed. That's the same thing. All right, that's well, the put those, same. Thing. Put those words in my mouth. Then. I'm gonna cut this together, <laughs> and it's gonna sound. It's gonna be all over the internet, Johnny boy. Yep. Yep. So we we go in we we uh, we return the crystal skull to the crystal body I guess yeah that makes sense <laughs> and then the aliens come to life uh, and uh, become one yes they yes. become one and Spalco wants she gets what she wants she yeah, wants the knowledge like, I can see I can see she goes from I can see to she's dust yeah she's burned from the inside pretty much it's because she couldn't contain it all she even says it's too much stop yeah it's a it's a cl- it's a classic. Kind of villain, yeah. It's a and it's a classic sort of villain death for one of these movies. I mean, it's it, it's this movie's equivalent of the face melting, obviously. Yeah. Where you you want this thing? Well, here's what you're going to get it, and way too much yeah. than you know, way more than you than you mm-hmm. can handle. Uh, Mac, of course, his greed kills him uh, because he really wants some gold, like a lot of gold, like all the gold, and he gets sucked into a <laughs> thing. This is basically National Treasure too. There's some, I mean, National, well, National Treasure's been ripping off Indiana Jones for years. Which came out first? National Treasure 2 or Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Uh, I think this came out first, but I will confirm that. I'm pretty sure this did, though. National. Yeah, I wonder if 2008 com- There's even. 2008 compared to what? Okay, so 2007, the end of 2007 was National Treasure Book of Secrets. So they had to have been made in roughly the same time basically lucas stole everything is that the end of that movie <laughs> that's impossible wait hold on <laughs> wait, wait hold on hold on uh-huh there is a teetering disc thingy you have to navigate in that movie uh-huh and they go into a room filled with treasures from all of the different civilizations at the end of book of secrets yes uh both those things happen in this movie <laughs> there was a character named mutt in national treasure 
I don't think there was a character named Mutt. Yeah, you have to look harder. <laughs> you gotta listen. You gotta listen real closely. Yeah, real closely. It's like it's muttered under somebody's breath. <laughs> they kidnapped the president in both movies. Yeah. I uh, don't don't remember that. You don't remember in Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when they when they kidnapped the president? <laughs> I the president that. of the college. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I, w- I don't even think he gets kidnapped. It's implied so he can get his job back. How do you think he becomes assistant? All right, all right, all right. Nicholas Cage is eaten by ants. Yes, he does. Yeah, yep. Comes back. Comes back from that. Just gets up. Says, "Well, Ed Harris is in both movies." Ants are crazy. Ed Harris. I take it. Star of both movies. They're the same movie. They're the same movie now. It's really. Wait, what really? I just watch. I don't know. Actually, I don't. We may have just watched National. Shia Buff's the president. Yeah, that's it. Buff is the president. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so then Indian, then, then they are, they, they are shot out of a thing of water. With water. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like it's fine. Then they watch the flying saucer fly away or uh, fly to, doesn't fly away. It flies into the spaces between spaces. Yeah. I thought that line was he, cool. Was not, Cause he's a time Lord. Well, maybe I just thought it was cool because John Hurt said it. But. It was cool. And it, well, I, I sort of like the idea. I mean, they're not, we call them aliens. They call them interdimensional beings. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there is almost a doctor who kind of vibe to them and that they're, 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 well, can we, we just they're talk stranger about than aliens in a certain way. The they're, sound that the skull made every time it sounded like the sonic screwdriver. A little bit, yeah. It did have sort of that same kind of sound. It made the same. It almost like it was kind of. It was more faint, but it was mm-hmm. almost the same sound. Yeah. So and, and John Hurt was there, so I just. And John Hurt was there, uh, who years later would become the War Doctor. Mm-hmm. Or years before. Yeah. He does travel in time and that's space. That's true. Yes. Yes. That's true. And because of course he really is a time lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's just a lord. That's and then uh, <laughs> from there, we see that Indiana Jones, of course, has become the uh, assistant dean at the college. Yeah, the guy gets done with the lettering, and he's like, make it bigger. That's, yeah, once again, that's a good bit. Like, there's freehand some, some, painting some, on the some door. Good, there's some good humor in there uh, with that. And uh, and then we cut to a church where Indy is marrying Marion Ravenwood. About time. <laughs> yeah, it's only... Yeah. A, it's only what, like, uh, oh, this has been like twenty-four tw- years, twenty-seven years after the first movie. Uh, they get is married, that right? yeah, nineteen eighty-one to two thousand eight. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant in the continuity of the. Cause of you the go, what? Oh, oh, thirty-six to yes. fifty-seven. Yeah, so twenty, twenty, twenty-one years. Yeah, twenty-one years. It's about time, wow. Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, <laughs> they get married, and then I love this the bit. Hat. Uh, where the hat blows open, and I almost uh, got mad at Mutt him. Williams go, reaches down to pick it up and was almost like, puts it was on. Like, don't you dare! Don't and you then dare! Then Harrison Ford grabs it from him, kind of smirks, puts it on his head, and walks out. Yep. Uh, you. This is. I mean, I like this because this feels. Like, this almost feels like Spielberg fighting with Lucas in the movie because Lucas had said at the time that he was considering. You know, there's a in classic George Lucas fashion. He goes, there's our potential that. Um, you know, Shire could take over the franchise eventually if, uh, nope. if it had to be. Mm, you know, Harrison got too old. We, we could make um, a series of Mutt Williams adventures, uh, oh. and that that almost felt to me like like Spielberg putting in the movie. Like, yeah, that's not going to happen, George. Yeah, no. Uh, that idea in my mind is like my mind vomiting in its own mouth. Well, it makes me glad that whatever happens with Indiana Jones in the future will probably not involve George Lucas, and that's that's good. The only of, way that could Shire be like oh, yeah, redeemable no, would be if. Marion ad- actually adopted him, and then his real mom was Willie, <laughs> and then had nothing to do with Harrison Ford. And, and at a family reunion on a yacht, the yacht was sank. 
<laughs> and they were no more. <laughs> eaten by CGI ants. Uh, CGI Run into Nicolas Cage. National Treasure 5 right there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so that ends um, Indiana Jones and with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, last thoughts about this movie? I give it a two star. You give it out of oh, out of how many? Well, no, I don't want to be too specific. Well, okay. Two out of four or five. Oh, you'd say two out of five. I don't know why they do out of four. I think it should be out of five. But I agree. I think it so. The way I rate the Indiana Jones franchise would be would go okay. And I really thought this over. Okay. Three, two, one, four. Three, two, one, four. Four being my favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your review didn't indicate that, but okay. Uh, three, two, one, four. Okay. See, there are times that I like bits of this better than I like Temple of Doom. I like this movie more than Temple of Doom. I, I think, do. I think I as do. a oh, whole, yeah, I actually yeah, like yeah. it more than Temple of Doom. You, no, look. two, three, one, four. Two, three, one, four, Katie? No, okay. Uh, Fighting uh, words. Fighting words. <laughs> no, I feel like Temple of Doom doesn't know what it's doing. I this feel movie like knows this, what it's doing. It's just not I feel doing like, it I right. feel like at, 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 the wor- at the worst, this is a movie that's going through the motions of an Indiana Jones movie. On autopilot at times. Yeah, that's how it felt. I know, but Temple of Doom doesn't even feel like an Indiana Jones movie for a good chunk. But it was awesome. Feels like a weird. How can you say it doesn't feel like an Indiana Jones film when it was the second one? There's only been one of them. Well, because the other ones all match the first one except for the second one. But you don't. uh, In retrospect, it doesn't feel like the other ones. Even at the time, you can have your. Didn't feel like one. Yeah, no, people were really disappointed by that one. This one, actually, uh, I want to get a number on this. This one got excellent reviews. I want to say that. Do you know what the Rotten Tomatoes score? Ebert, Roger Ebert, I believe, gave it really four and liked. a half out of five stars. He was a big fan of this movie. Uh, let's see what the what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this was. Okay, seventy eight, pretty good. What was Temple of Doom? Uh, well, it's a little bit tougher when you go into the past because of the. They didn't have as many... Um, CGI ants? Just, yeah, yeah. They didn't have as many critics back then. I'm just curious. Uh, 85. All right. Yep. But based on a smaller number of <sighs> reviews. I would not give that an 85. <laughs> yeah, see, there were only 65 reviews of Temple of Doom. Oh, boy. The first one has the highest score at 95. But they are all certified fresh. 95, 85, 88, 78. So really, B's and yeah. C's get degrees. <laughs> That's right. I uh, yeah. For me, if we have to rank, it's three, one, four, two. Uh, okay. That would be my uh, same ranking, as well. <laughs> um, Majority wins, Katie. <laughs> two to Nobody one. has to win. <laughs> this is not, we don't need to fight each other on the podcast. We can all have our opinions. That's an interesting opinion, Katie. I, I, I'm I the, I'm fascinated. This is one of the reasons I have people on the show, though, is because you don't have any. Uh, like childhood nostalgia for any of this stuff. You're just coming to it fresh as a movie viewer, and, and that can frequently change people's opinions about things. And that, that's yeah. an interesting. Yeah. Three, two, one, four. Uh, so my, my question for you then is, uh, since there is no more, there are no more Indiana Jones But movies, he's immortal. <laughs> what, what would you... <laughs> this franchise is far too big and too popular for them not to eventually do something with it. What would you like to see happen with the Indiana Jones character and the world or franchise of this? Oh, I have a few gosh. guesses Oh, what Katie's going to say. Okay. okay what there are might be guess? one character involved. <laughs> Willie? Yeah. Willie and that elephant. <laughs> Willie and the elephant. Um, oh, I don't know if there should be like any spinoff show for any of the characters because that, that just seems like if you're going to end it, let's just end it. But um, 
I don't know. More. I mean, you... I mean, I haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World in f- forever, mm-hmm. and I've only been once, so mm-hmm. I don't remember how many rides there are. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like Adventureland was, you know, is like his thing there. But I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what sort of rumbling in mm-hmm. the, in the movie world is that we believe there might be a 2018 release date for a new Indiana Jones adventure. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. With? With. <gasps> not Harrison Ford. What? I Wait, would, with, with who? I, it would be a reboot, more or less. A reboot, more or less. I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. Uh, and then I'll explain what the picture is since this is an audio podcast. But I'm going to go ahead and show you this image right here. <gasps> uh, this is, an, this is a <gasps> Photoshopped image of Chris Pratt uh, in the Indiana Jones costume. And uh, there's a lot of rumors circling that Chris Pratt is going to take over this franchise and become the new. So it's not Shia LaBeouf. No, not Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make uh, the cut. There's nothing official on this. It's all still just rumors and hearsay at this point. But uh, that seems to be That's a very who, popular who people well, want. Well, to yeah, he's Jones. like the guy to do all the movies with now. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic World, and mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And now he could be Indiana Jones. Okay, if his wife comes in there and does it, they w- that would be perfect. <laughs> if Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris, yeah, is. yeah, yeah, <laughs> she'd make a good sidekick. I could see that. Be a really yeah. fun movie. Yeah. That would be movie. hilarious. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Yeah, there, there could be some. They would, they would have a nice banter probably, and uh, yeah. So that's that's a potential. There's nothing official on that, but that's what they're that's what the rumors are. Disney also owns Indiana Jones now as well yeah, yeah, since yeah. they purchased Star they Wars like and all everything. the Lucasfilm. They want to do a reboot. I think mm-hmm. they just want to like own Harrison Ford movies. <laughs> yeah. That's but what I would uh, do. but yeah, so that's yeah. that that's been Disney's going to own Blade, Blade Runner. Another <laughs> thing. Oh, we should talk. I mean there there will be a, a a new Blade Runner movie that comes out in a couple of years with Harrison Ford. Okay. That will be happening. Did he just not agree to do this movie? Or? We don't know anything about this, but Would the idea is that they want to make a larger franchise, and he's just too old at this point to commit to a bunch of movies. We oh. could also go back to the original choice and try to get Tom Selleck. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Have we thought about, or, yeah, what's Dan Aykroyd doing? Have we thought about either <laughs> what kind of shape guys? is he in? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have to be. You could do a lot of close shots. Because <laughs> lo- lot he's of so much younger. Yeah. Um, a lot of cowboy. Yeah. If he's doing the Conehead commercials, he's got he's got time. <laughs> <energy. laughs> oh yeah, he's he's got some openings in his schedule. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, I think uh, my, we we have finished the Indiana Jones franchise. You've now seen all the yeah, Indiana Jones movies. I now feel you're so cultured. To the internet, Katie. Mm-hmm. You may feel look free to take whatever and, meme and see with all you. the all the people who can't stand Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh, or gathered. Temple of Doom. Yeah, there are a lot of people who don't like Temple of Doom. Um, but yeah. So I think that's going to do it. Thanks for having me. This oh, is really course. fun. Yeah, this is really I mean, really this fun. is this is a necessary education for you to be a citizen <laughs> yeah. of the world. Uh, so when people reference these movies, you will actually understand it now. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think any any other thoughts people have? I don't think so. I think. Well, maybe we'll be back in 2018. Yes. If yes. We, I, if, if, if that movie comes out, if that movie comes out, of us I will, better be back on this podcast. The three, the three of us will gather once again, <laughs> but not uh, until then. to see the, yeah, the new Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> whether it stars Chris Pratt or not, uh, unknown to this. Yeah, point. I mean, or even if ben it comes Stiller. out, in it could be Ben. Oh my Stiller. god, I would love that. <laughs> oh, I love.
love Ben Stiller. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it awesome. uh, for this. Uh, Katie will be on other episodes of the show throughout the run of this I might be on I've podcast. I've seen nothing. So, so will Donovan. <laughs> I might get fired. I don't know. Uh, Donovan will continue to be on. I did say Nazis are I can't are wait to co-host fun. for you, Donovan. <laughs> Nazis are more fun. Yes, we've already talked about some movies that, that uh, Katie's seen that Donovan hasn't. That we might uh, all two of them, yeah. So we it's might get, we might get this uh, this trio back together for some other movies. The three amigos. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, we gotta find somebody who hasn't seen ants and do a <laughs> breakdown of that. <laughs> you haven't seen ants. Yeah, uh, it's a must. It's so a must. for you haven't seen that. <laughs> I've been John Campbell. I'm Donovan Eilert. I'm Katie Farrell. And remember, if adventure has a name, it must be. Indiana Jones. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, you can follow us at SeenThatPod on Twitter, and our email is SeenThatPod at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Uh-huh.